Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Jones! Stokes flashes it away through the covers for four, and England have won the match. Hello, welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket. The third day of the Edgebaston Test, India against England is done, and Simon, it looks really like England may be done as well. It's hard to see with India a lead of 257 and seven wickets in hand how England can win this one. Yeah, we've said that a few times this summer and England have managed to pull off remarkable victories, but there's something just a bit cannier about this Indian side. Quality and depth, you feel it's going to be very difficult for England to win this match. Pitch playing a few tricks as well, a bit up and down. At Lords, New Zealand were 242 ahead with four wickets down. India a bit ahead of that and they've got one fewer wicket down. So it just shows how difficult the situation that England find themselves in. But of course, they did come back to win at Lords. It's going to need bang-bang in the morning, really, I think, uh, from England. But even then, I'm not sure it'd be that straightforward to, say, chase 3.30, 3.40 in the fourth innings of the game. But they will chase it. Whatever they're set, they're going to chase it. That's what Johnny Bairstow uh, said tonight. It seems crazy, doesn't it? Because you think, oh, you know, four sessions... Looking at say 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 they're looking at four fifty five hundred say that you you just try and bat out the game but no it seems that whatever it's set England are going to have a go at it what about that yeah and the way Bearstow's playing you kind of you almost wouldn't put it past him and it's not it's not surprising that that Bearstow would say that I, I was trying to think you know another wonderful innings by him mm. today and you know yesterday very cautious and 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 his defence was. Really excellent today. Some explosive shots, some amazing shots. I was trying to think of any batsman that I've seen, certainly in the modern era, that has had that level of audacious dominance and you know so consistently dominant as well. And I mean, I, you know, I, I've said I, I could only think of Viv Richards, and people on Twitter said, "Well, what about KP? What about Adam Gilchrist, uh, Saywag? You know, people like that." 
I don't know whether anyone was quite as as sort of um, intimidating almost in a way because he's got so much power and so much range and that that shot he hit off Thacker uh, over deep mid-wicket was you know sort of big six of a good length ball from a bloke bowling you know 82 miles an hour was so dismissive mm. yeah it's a brilliant shot absolutely brilliant i mean what i thought when we talked about going you know i thought you talked about england players you know in terms of dominance or you know the only one i can think of in my time is kp when you know when he was at his best he, he, in that year in which he made three brilliant hundreds one in mumbai one in colombo one at headingley yeah, it's that sort of run of form that Johnny Bairstow is in. Five hundreds this year, three tests, three hundreds. And I think this was the better innings of the of the other two. I mean, the other two were fantastic innings, the ones he played this summer at Trent Bridge and Heading. They were amazing innings. They were wonderful eye-catching innings full of emotion and power and uh, wonderful strokes. But, but this one, I think, was better because of the degree of difficulty. He came in again at a tough point. And he actually toughed it out. He toughed it out yesterday. And he actually toughed it out this morning as well. He didn't score a run for 20 minutes. And he was playing and missing. And then he had that conversation, whatever, verbal joust with Virat Kohli. And it seemed to get him going. He, I, he sort of patted away the question um, at, at close of play when I asked him about, you know, did that sort of, sort of get you going a bit? Um, but it seemed to. And he played a big shot afterwards and missed. But then from then on, he just totally took over. He had, he had something like third, uh, 12 runs from his first 59 balls, and then he made his 100 off 119 balls. So the other 88 came off 60 balls. I and mean, you know, it's remarkable hitting, really, the, the, the like of which uh, even KP uh, didn't produce. You know, that sort of intensity of hitting. You know, KP did you know, play mm. some wonderful innings and, and really attacking innings and scored quickly. But Bairstow is, is, is scoring much quicker, and it's, it, mm. it's mighty effective. It, it, it's, it's astonishing hitting. Yeah, and and you're you're right to compare a couple of KP's innings, but you know actually, especially that 149, I think he made at heading yeah. against South Africa. Yeah. But I'm not sure whether well, certainly the pitch was flat, and I'm not sure the bowling. Although Dale Stain clearly was in the South African attack, I'm not sure the bowling attack was quite as as difficult as as potent. Stain wasn't quite on the mark that particular game, whereas the quality of Shammy and, and Boomer especially, and the support acts today on that Edgbaston pitch. Well, no one else could could really fathom it, and for a time, Bearstead couldn't fathom it either. And uh, yeah, maybe the ball just got a tiny bit softer after the thirty fifth over or so. But still, the cleanness of the hitting. There was no luck involved in any of it. It was no top edges or slices over the slips that I saw. It was all just straight off the middle of the bat and. Straight through the field or or over it, um, absolutely incredible. You know, straight hitting of imperious dominance, uh, pulling, very fast hands, the old kind of forcing shot off the back foot. The shot selection was brilliant. Yeah, it was uh, absolutely. Uh, um, the, the the poor strokes, if you like, or the, the you know the, the dodgy shots came you know before he got going when he was you know trying to drive early on this morning and playing and missing. But once once he got in, everything was. Just about was coming out of the middle of the bat. It was it was a stunning innings, and I, I think it was better than the other two. And they were they were fantastic, glorious uh, romps, really, <laughs> brilliant, yeah. emotion filled. Um, it's going to end sometime, isn't it? But my goodness me, it's it's exciting, enjoyable uh, to watch uh, while it's lasting. Contrast that today. 
uh, Yoz, with, with Ben Stokes, and who I also thought played pretty well. Uh, he, he was looking in control, and then he was he was dropped twice and eventually caught a mid-off by uh, Jasper Bumrah. I mean, a magnificent catch for a, a, any cricketer, really, but for a fast bowler, uh, Bumrah diving away to his left-hand side, the ball after he dropped Stokes, and, uh, you know, two drilled shots towards mid-off and, and Bummer dropping, shot attacker dropping Stokes off a sky. What, what about his approach? We saw it headingly. He hold out to mid-off. King Williamson took the catch there. Uh, do you, I just can't help feeling that he's a, he's better than that, that in a way that mm. Bairstow's approach showed him the way to go. You know, Bairstow cautious, actually. He better reined himself in because he recognised it was quite difficult out there. Mind, mind you, that was earlier on. Stokes came in once the ball was softer and he, and he just wanted to impose himself. But... He's such a good player and he's got so many shots yeah. and his defence is strong enough as well that you feel that you get yourself in and then you can actually accelerate. Then you can play in that really ultra positive way. I totally agree with you. And I think that the, the, obviously what Stokes is doing is he's trying to just you know ferociously stay on message isn't he 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 you know they are talking about this new positive approach and he's the one who has to sort of almost dictate that set the tone so he's determined to stay on that message whatever happens and it's just he's just getting the balance a bit wrong i mean they, they talk about finding the limit well i think he's finding the limit at the moment and he's probably just exceeding the limit a tiny bit i i think what he needs to do is, is just actually stop running around stop moving around so much because it's it's really hard to run up the pitch and keep hitting faster bowlers when your head and your eyes are moving all over the place Bearstow doesn't do that Bearstow has you know three or four shots he's got the the bash over the top clean hitting when when they over pitch he's got the forcing shot off the back foot which is probably his signature actually he's got the pull and he's got that wonderful kind of pick up which he played from a sort of full ball and off stump sort of dismissing it over deep mid wicket and he's sticking to those shots but he doesn't run up the wicket he doesn't move around at the crease very much it, it's kind of very efficient and quite controlled whereas stokes looks slightly out of control yeah well they're different types of players of course but I think it's sort of disappointment among the spectators who turn up and it happened to Headingley as well because they just they know how good Stokes is and they just want as much of, of him as they, they possibly can and England actually needed as much of him today as they possibly could as well you, you sense that for England to get right back in this game it needed a huge partnership between Bairstow and Stokes Billings uh, tried his best and it was a good stand uh, with Bairstow but it, it needed 180 between Stokes and, and Bairstow to get England right you know, close to India's tote and try and put some pressure on them in, in the third innings as it was uh, the lead was 132 and that is a, in any test match anywhere in the world in the whole history of the game and that is a sizable lead and one in which you know you'd expect a, a team to build on it, it'll be interesting to see how Stokes uh, develops over time because he I just yeah he is better than that he, he, he knows it as well and there will be probably an occasion you know, once where he'll break free and he'll you know he might smash 100 or 60 balls but you, you don't feel he'll be able to do that against high quality attacks uh, the whole time, but he, he's perfectly capable of scoring a hundred off a high-quality attack. He, he showed that heading in 2019. He showed it at Lords in 2019. So, yeah, it, it's, yeah, but he took his time, yeah. didn't he, with those innings? Yeah, you know, he, he that's, played that's himself my point. in. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good enough. To, he's, that's the point. He's good enough to score runs against high-quality attacks, but it's not easy sort of thrashing and slogging and hoiking high-quality attacks. They'll get you out.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Jasprit Bumrah was the main man with the ball uh, yesterday for India. Today, Mohamed Siraj uh, picked up four wickets. He, he took out the tail, he got rid of Billings and Broad and Potts, and he got Root out uh, yesterday. There's just a greater depth to this India attack, certainly the New Zealand uh, came up with. Uh, you know, they looked a bit thin and they did have some injury problems to Grantham in the first test and then Carl James in the second and then they, I think they picked the wrong uh, team in, in the fourth match. But Bumrah, Shami, Siraj, Taka, Jadeja, solid options for India. And uh, India probably have, have outbatted England in this test match so far, but they've probably also outbowled them as well. Well, absolutely. Uh, and, and I think that the distinction really is just hostility, that there's just a bit of extra pace from all of those bowlers, apart from Taka. Mm. You know, the first three of those, Bumrah, Shami and Siraj, are 87, 88 miles an hour consistently. And the, the each is slightly different. The, the, you know, obviously Bumrah, very clever bowler, angling it in and, and sort of seaming it or swinging it away clever changes of pace as well occasionally and just at you the whole time. Mohamed Shami, the most brilliant seam position in world cricket and, and Siraj sort of full of zest and energy and uh, electricity that, that kind of hustling you, hustling the ball onto the bat all the time. And I just think they, they rush players and they have the control as well. Well, certainly Shami and Bumrah have fantastic control and they don't get put off by... Uh, an aggressive batsman, they still keep on plugging away on that that, that difficult line and length in the main. They don't get suckered suckered into you know trying the bounce a ploy or putting posting strange field settings or anything. They're confident in their ability and they found enough in the pitch. And I think it revealed what world class bowlers re- really are. Uh, there, there was you know quite a, a chasm. Well, let's say a gap anyway between their threat and and that of Anderson and Broad, I thought. And that's no it's a shame on Anderson and Broad, but these guys are at the top of their game at the moment and have just got that bit extra. Stuart Broad's test match. Yeah, he went one for 89 off 18 overs in the first innings. Of course, he suffered at the hands of uh, Jasper Bumrah. 12 overs, one for 38 today in the second innings. Um, what, what about his effectiveness of late? He has bought a lot of overs, and he, he <laughs> mentioned this after the, yeah. the uh, Headingley Test match. He bowled 47 overs in the game. You know, three days later, he's, he's, he's back for more, and he's, he's already bowled 30 overs in the match. 
No, it's hard. I mean, he, you know, he's keeping going manfully, and uh, it's it's a it's it's a wonderful uh, effort by both him and Anderson. And what was that stat that Anderson is the oldest fast bowler to take a five wicket haul in a in a Test match? Uh, and apparently, SF Barnes doesn't count because. He, he wasn't a fast bowler, though actually I think he was. I mean, look, some people class S.F. Barnes as a, a spinner, but he was a seam bowler. He was a cutter bowler, really. This is, for those who, who haven't studied the history of the game, S.F. Barnes took, I think, 187 test wickets in a career that spanned about seven, eight years in the early 1900s. A lot of those wickets were taken in uh, test series in South Africa where they played on matting, and I think he took 49 wickets in four tests and then refused to play the fifth test and uh, because he, he wasn't being paid enough. Um, he was a controversial character, but he did take uh, a five-wicket haul in, into his 40s. And I think he was a fast bowler, or at least a, a seam bowler who, who bowled cutters. And But you know we haven't really got any evidence to prove that. So apparently because mm. he's classed as a, as a spinner or a cutter bowler, Jimmy's the the oldest bowler to take a five-wicket haul. Amazing performance in the first innings. England desperately need him to do it again, don't they? Um, I mean, he he's still fantastic, but I just think you know, to to give the highest praise to the Indian bowlers, they have got a bit extra. Which England, if they had Wood and they had Archer and they had Stone, one of those three, especially Archer, mm. would probably be able to match, but they don't. Yeah, SF Barnes, uh, 27 test matches, 189 wickets at 16.43. I mean, there are some people who, who think he was the, you know, the greatest bowler of all time. Well, he took something like 5,000 wickets in his career at an average of eight, which you include, when you include club cricket and uh, minor counties, he played a lot, for, I think, for Staffordshire as well. Uh, so if you sort of factor all that in, he, he definitely was the greatest bowler of all time, yeah. Definitely, if you ask yeah. Jeffrey Boycott, he was. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I think there are people who have him in their all-time uh, World 11s. Anyway, so that's, that's F.F. Barnes. Uh, just on uh, England's attack, and you, you mentioned that India getting more out of it and yeah, Anderson Broad not quite at the same pace. And actually, what was noticeable is when Ben Stokes uh, bowled uh, this evening, he did get that. I mean, it's a fantastic delivery to get rid of Virat Kohli, but the sort of delivery actually that can worry a team who are, are batting last, it, it bounced and... Uh, I mean. No fault to Coley. He's not been in great form. He actually played quite nicely tonight and hit three or four really crisp strokes. But Stokes got him out with a, a superb delivery. I noticed on the speed gun that Stokes was up around 86 miles an hour, which isn't lightning fast, but it's probably quicker than any of the other bowlers. He, so that there's just an indication there that he was able to get a bit more out of this pitch because of the, the extra pace. And that's what the, the Indian bowlers were able to come up with. Just an interesting one on Shami, though. I mean, he, 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 excellent, isn't he? I mean, he, he was unlucky and only pick up a couple of wickets. But one thing to be noticed in the IPL, he's very good with a new ball. And then when he comes back later, when the ball's a bit older and a bit softer, he doesn't have all those variations. And he does get knocked around the ground. You don't really want him bowling 18th, 20th over in a, in a T20 match. And it was a sort of bit like that today, actually. Bairstow got, you know, got stuck into him as well, was, you know, was whacking him down the ground, hitting, hitting him over the top. But it was just a sort of a bit of T20 uh, in a test match. But, yeah, so India with well, this lead... Well, yes, actually, 100... just, to, just to pick up on that quickly, I mean, mm. actually, I, I, that's where I admire Bairstow's innings hugely because he knows that Mohamed Shami is a bit robotic and so you can take him down because he's a bit predictable. Mm. Whereas Bumrah, he was much more cautious against because he's he's got that extra 
uh, sort of inventiveness that can totally upset you. So he tried a slower ball, he tried a couple of Yorkers, he didn't quite get them right. But he's got other things in his in his armoury which Shami doesn't have, and Bairstow respected that and played him a little more cautiously. Yeah, so in India with a lead of 132 yards. Before we just move on to the India innings, I'll say a bit more about the India innings. Uh, I just saw something today from... Matthew Potts that would I think would encourage England supporters for the future not not so much with the ball today although he did bowl a very good spell uh, he made 19 off 18 balls okay no, you know, no great shakes he had three fours and one six but two magnificent strokes one clipped through mid wicket for four all the way on the ground and one smashed into the Hollis stand uh, for six we haven't seen much from Matthew Potts with the bat so far Paul Collingwood was saying the other day that he's seen Potts bat and there will be something from him and I thought just a glimpse today you feel that he's he's got a going to have a long run in the side somewhere along the line he he looks like he might be quite a decent number nine at, at test match level he, he, and you need that don't you it needs to be part of your army he feels well uh, and he looks as though he's got something with the bat and I think we saw that for the first time he's been knocked over a couple of times already in his his career but today there was just an indication that yeah he, he has got something well he's a he's a good ball player clearly he's a good athlete mm. and in a way you look at someone like Pat Cummins how he's improved his batting he was a sort of yeah. number 10 or 9, nine or 10 who who was probably average about 10 15 but now Cummins is a proper batsman at number 8 someone you know you who's going to put put up a lot of resistance and can and can play several different ways uh, Potts should aim to be like that I think because clearly there is some, some genuine ability yeah eight overs uh, two maidens no wicket for 20 from Potts today wicketless but he did beat the bat he, he was his normal relentless uh, self, but he, uh, he, but like Anderson Broad, he you know he's down at that sort of 82, 83 uh, miles per hour. Another failure for Shubman Gill, Vihari at number three, uh, caught off Stuart Broad. And I mentioned that Coley wicket, excellent delivery from Ben Stokes. The three wickets to go so far. Now Cheteshwar Pajara, he's obviously not got the message, has he? No, <laughs> no one's put the note under his door <laughs> to say, uh, come on. This is a different game, Test cricket now. Uh, there's Rishabh Pant in, your, in our side. Uh, there's Ravi Jadeja. He, he likes to play his shots as well. But he, and there's you know, look at the way England are playing. But Pajara, he just uh, rolls on in his own uh, old-fashioned fashion, really. Fifty of 139 balls. And I bet you, Raul Dravid gives him the biggest pat on the back when he comes in because. Yeah. He's yeah. the sort of substitute for, for Raul Dravid. Actually, not as good a player. It's amazing if you look at Raul Dravid's record. I was looking at it the other day when it was on telly, actually. You know, 13,000 test runs and 3,600s. And all, all the runs he runs, he played one-day cricket as well. Uh, Pajara, not a one-day player. Although, actually, I think he did get a T20 IPL contract. If not last season, but the, the one before. Didn't play very much. No, look, he plays his way. He, he was a punch bag against Australia, wasn't he? He just took blows on the body and, and just in a way sort of absorbed the sting of the faster bowlers in whatever way he could allowing the other players uh, to play around him so an invaluable performance and listen you know you've got to hand it to India don't you you know they're in this position 257 ahead seven wickets in hand they've had no warm-up matches I mean we said before well they have they had that one match against Leicester but they haven't had much proper practice before this test match whereas England obviously played three tests against New Zealand they'd lost their two opening batsmen as well uh, to one to COVID and one to injury so Rohit Sharma and Kale Rahul not available so they've got makeshift openers and still 
they're in this fantastic position. I mean, you, as we've said, I suppose, you know, over the last couple of years, they're threatening to, to dominate the world game and now could field two or even three 11s that could put on a, a good game, a good show against a, a side like England. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they they've got lots of talent. De- definitely. Uh, yeah, they got one one or two sort of issues in their side. I'd like to see Gill get some runs and and Vihari is a, a Test match number three that will succeed long term. I'm not sure about that because he made his debut against England. Uh, and number six made a half century. He's obviously, you know, obviously a solid player. You've got to be a you know, decent player to get in in the Indian side. But they just seem to have uh, so much quality. And and we'll we'll I mean, there's going to be a massive head to head. Confrontation in India next was it February March when they come up against Australia. I think it's in five Test matches. I and mean, what a series mm. uh, that's going to be with this revitalised Australian side and you know and a, a very strong Indian side. You know, especially at home. Actually, an Indian side actually the one in Australia uh, last time round. So you know it's going to be a heavyweight well, contest. Australia better be find some other spinners. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I it can't might, see any flat a, pitches a, in that series. Can you? <laughs> well. Well, we'll see. I mean, I hope it's not just sort of raging turners everywhere. Uh, you know, you want um, sort, of, sort of good, sort of really tense five-day contest, really. But I'm sure there'll be some... Dream on, dream on, Simon. <laughs> well, 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 the whole fire on that. You know, generally speaking, Indian pitches are, are not, not bad for batting, gradually deteriorate, and you know, the best side over the five days wins rather than just a sort of shootout uh, with a ball ragging square. We did have that a bit in the England series. Um, Chennai was... Chennai, actually, the first test in Chennai was the sort of pitch you, we, we probably expect to see in India, uh, you know, where there is some slow turn. Uh, and then it gradually turns and deteriorates more as the the game goes on. But uh, there we go. Anyway, it's going to be a great contest ahead for for those uh, two teams. As as for this Test match, well, a good game to win from here. But I mean, clearly England are going to have a go at whatever uh, India set them. I suspect it's going to be somewhere in the region. I mean, my best guess, best hunch, somewhere in the region of about four fifty. Uh, that's that's where I can uh, see it going. Unless England get wickets in the morning, it's two fifty seven already. There's still seven wickets in hand. They've you know got power to add. Pant is there. I thought he played really well actually. Pant he just you know came out and hit the ball quite sweetly. Nothing ex- particularly extravagant. Did whack broad. Uh, down the ground, just played nicely. So he's a threat tomorrow, Jadeja. It's, it's got to be early wickets in the morning if England to, uh, to keep the chase under uh, 400. I, mean, I think the fascinating thing is England will go for it. So, you know, I, I'd be surprised. There's not going to be a draw in this game. No. Not unless we get an, earth, not unless we get an earthquake or something. <laughs> That's the only, the only way I can see it. Is, you know, England are going to go for it. They'll, they'll perish or succeed uh, with this ultra-aggressive approach and it, it'll make for sort of interesting viewing. I mean, it... For England to chase a big score like that against this Indian attack, they need something from the top order, it strikes me. You know, they need runs from the top three. You, you can't chase a huge score from three down for 40. It's, it's got to happen at the top. So that, And that's going to be a huge uh, challenge for England when they get their chance. I mean, they'll be hoping it's sort of just after lunch. But the likelihood is, or greater likelihood is, it's going to be sort of tea time onwards. Four sessions, four sessions, 4.50. Good luck with that, Yoz. Totally, totally agree. I, I think it might be less than 400. My, my, sort of with a bit of an optimistic head on, I think England might get some early wickets tomorrow and they might just keep that uh, run chase to under 400 and then it'll be fasten your seatbelts mm. and see how it goes. Uh, we'll be back yeah. uh, this time tomorrow to tell you how England fared in what will be an inevitably challenging run chase. Speak to you then. Thank you.
Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.